3: Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor made for your unique marketing
0: needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: It's March 1st, and soon you're going to be wearing t shirts. Need a new t shirt, a cool t shirt, a Petri wear t shirt? We got them. Uh, in our Petriware store, they really are cool. Um, you can text keyword store to seven one three zero seven. Makes a great birthday gift, or if you've got a word fan in your family, it's it's a small logo. It's on the the shoulder, and uh, love the Betsy Ross, love the coiled snake. They're just they're really cool. You can get ball caps, bumper stickers, whatever you need. Text keyword store to seven one three zero seven. Um, that'll get you a link to the store or you can go to outlawstitching.com, outlawstitching.com. That works too. Or go to our website. One of our two websites has a link across the top. The other one, we can't seem to get it to stick. But (laughs) anyway, just go to outlawstitching.com or text keyword store to the text line 71307. Okay, Lee. So, uh, new attack on beef. Yeah.
3: I, I saw this. There there are no words.
1: There's just no words left for these people. This woman
3: just doesn't have enough to do.
1: No, she doesn't. Um, And we need need her to find some things to do so that we can all, you know, eat. Beef lawsuit by Letitia James. She's the woman who used the fraud statute in a case where there was no fraud against Donald Trump to bankrupt him. Now she is trying to do the same thing to beef. Mm -hmm. She's suing meat packers at JBS, which is um, the world's largest beef producer, suing beef packers, meat packers, for, wait for this, selling beef. And she's using the same strategy she did with Trump. And again, what made the Trump case so novel, and I know this from the Associated Press, even admitting it, was there's no victim. Yeah. You've never seen that before uh, in fraud law in North Carolina, sorry, in uh, in New York. You, there's got to be a victim, but there was no victim. And, and the supposed victim, Deutsche Bank, testified that, uh, no, we're not a victim, and um, we agree with Trump's valuation because we did our own. Oh, and by the way, not only were we not defrauded, we would like to do more business with Trump, who they called a whale, a whale client, which is a highly valuable big client. But it didn't matter. It's the corrupt New York system. The judge ruled he was guilty, and that was the end of that. So, uh, you know, the meatpacking business of JBF, they better wa- JBS, they better watch out. Because this is another one where there's no victim. She's saying that they're claiming they're going to go net zero in their beef production by 2040. And that if, and that they won't make it. Ergo, they're committing fraud. By telling... And I'm like, honey, how do you know that it's not 2040? And so she wants damages. What is she doing? Same thing she's doing to Trump. She's going... If she can win this, which she will, because it's a kangaroo court... We all may be eating kangaroos soon since beef's going to be off the table. Um, she knows if she can get another rigged liberal judge, just like this one, to say fraud, then she can get them to level a massive fine. And because there's no victim here, guess where it goes? New York State coffers. Oh, of course. This is a shakedown operation. Yeah. Of course it is. She actually argues, Lee, that American people want to pay more for beef. Would like to pay more for beef if if it was sustainably grown. But that we are being denied the opportunity to pay more for beef that is sustainably grown because they're not going to meet what they say are their targets. So it's pre-fraud. It's kind of like the matrix. Pre fraud. Well,
3: she needs to shop at some places where I do, where you can see that there is beef for sale that, that claims to be, you know, organic or, you know, whatever the, the you know the, the mm-hmm. phraseology may be where uh, they are talking about sustainable meat production. And the, so those options are there. So um, she needs to have some shopping diversity education there about uh, where to go to shop for meat because what she is complaining about is not the issue.
1: I mean, it's just she's wrong. Here's what she writes. JBS, world's largest meat um, packer, knows that people are more likely to buy products that will not harm the environment. So it has spent years advertising sustainability efforts to boost sales. In reality, JBS is increasing its beef production and its carbon footprint. Okay, here's the thing. So it makes it sound like, oh, they claim they were doing sustainable stuff to combat climate change, but they're not. That's not true. They are doing what they claim. She doesn't dispute that. She just says they won't get there as fast as they claim they will. And that's the fraud. So there's, you can't,
3: okay, this just doesn't make any sense.
1: Of course it doesn't. It's New York. Exactly. And it's Letitia James. Right. How
3: are you going to prove that something that, is going to be a future goal has not been met when you are not there yet.
1: Oh, uh, I don't know. That's this,
3: the first question the judge should ask, and this thing ought to be thrown out immediately.
1: The same way I mean, it, she uh, proved fraud when Deutsche Bank was like, well, We're not a victim. Okay, if you could we get another loan to Trump? We just will do it right uh, now. Here, sign. Yeah. That was them on the stand. It's <laughs> just so ridiculous. I just yeah. like some days, I'm just like, Cuckoo. Yeah, this is. Uh, But this is a terrifying precedent because every liberal state's gonna wanna bankrupt big beef. And if you can set this precedent, you can. You can bankrupt big beef for selling beef. By the way, in case you have any idea what the ultimate goal is, I bring you climate czar John Kerry.
2: Agriculture contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world. We can't get to net zero. We don't get this job done. Unless agriculture is front and center. we got to push more. we got to be more militant, maybe.
1: 33%. Yeah, okay, cool. So we're just going to cut food then. That'll that'll work out great.
3: From the man whose wife sells us ketchup.
1: Which you put on meat.
3: (laughs) Generally, I mean, I guess fries. The only time I put condiments on a piece of beef is when it's not very good. (laughs) I'll just tell you.
1: Or a hot dog. Well, then again, yeah. yeah. (laughs)
3: And that's not always beef. Oh, anyway, yeah,
1: so. it's not always beef. Meanwhile, listen to this. Cooking uh, grilled cheese on a gas stove is more toxic, more toxic, than breathing in car exhaust fumes. <laughs> Got to stop with that. Okay, they are yeah, after so, the gas stove. So they cannot the the stand this idea that you have gas stove. the that wants
3: to take their own life, they will be seen grilling a grilled cheese sandwich on the stove, I guess. I yeah. guess that instead of, uh, you know, hooking the pipe to the, to the back of the, uh, the car and then turning it on in the garage. Is, mm-hmm. is that what's going to happen?
1: Yeah, scientists from Purdue University and Indiana New- University, who I do not believe, I don't believe them, say gas stoves produce up to 10 million nanocluster aerosols per cubic nanometer, concentration 10 times greater than what's measured at busy roadsides. So this is worse than driving your car if you make a grilled cheese. Okay.
3: I, this morning, used a gas stove <gasps> to make scrambled eggs.
1: Oh, no. Me, too. I made scrambled last eggs, too, because we're both on Ph.D. Yeah. Last <laughs> night,
3: I had the gas stove going as I sautéed onions and um, heated up a, a smoked sausage. And the night before that, there was a couple of pan-seared steaks with oh, some no. mushrooms.
1: Oh, no. Yes. Steak, you said, like beef?
3: Yes, real oh, beef. No. Oh, no. Yes.
1: Well, you don't have much time left, apparently, because the tiny particles, also known as soot, are between one and three nanometers each, and they are just the right size to stick in your lungs and infiltrate the bloodstream. So, if you cooked on a gas stove, I guess you're, you know, SOL. I don't believe it. I, no, don't I don't believe, believe this at all. Much, I'm just no. going to wait for the debunk, and yeah. then I'll, because like, yeah. there's no way. I, I just, I don't believe it. But they're trying, man. They, they do not give up. And again, why are they obsessed with gas stoves? Why are they obsessed with gas stoves? Well, which actually have a smaller carbon footprint than electricity uh, because of the sources electricity Mm -hmm. comes from when it is non-gas. Why obsessed with the gas stoves? Because they cannot control it. If they can get you on electricity for your leaf blower, for everything in your house— with that smart meter, they can then control every aspect of your life through electricity use. Gas stove gets you around that because you're using gas to power it. So it is about control. It has nothing to do with grilled cheese. It anything to do with any of that. It's just, it's just a control mechanism. Got to filter right. everybody. Get your car. Get everything into that. And, oh, you have a nice new EV. Yeah, we're going to have to limit your charging ability through our smart grid thing that we put on your home. They forcibly put one on mine. You can't apparently object.
3: While we go through all your data that we're harvesting from it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, they are fighting everything that is not dangerous while letting terrorists into the country. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm going to record the Insane Things podcast today. I think the most insane thing this week, and there's so many, has to be Bloomberg writing that article. Um, admitting, I mean, they're a liberal news organization that that murder is down 22% or 22-year, I'm sorry, murder is down 22-year low in Venezuela for one specific reason, and that is because the gangs have migrated out of Venezuela. Yeah. So we're not debating this anymore. Remember when they were fact-checking it before and they were saying, oh, no, 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 the they're not emptying the prisons. The gangs aren't gone. Well, the gangs are gone. And Bloomberg admits it. Now, they don't say where the gangs are migrating to. Where you think they're going,
3: Lee? <laughs> I, I think they're already here. It's also very
1: confusing. And I'm just going. They're already here. Bloomberg can't figure it out. But yeah. I think we can. I think we've seen them beating NYPD officers on the streets yeah. of New York. I think that's where, where they are. But that was the actual headline this week uh, from liberal Bloomberg. So you have to believe it because it's mainstream media, right? You have to believe what oh, they course, say. Yeah. 22-year um, low in murders because the gangs are gone. Good for Venezuela. We're the only country in this hemisphere dumb enough to take the gangs. Pretty so. much. Uh, we just have dumb leadership. You know what I said one time, and I think this is still truly, and I just, I've, I've started, if you are Putin, you're Kim, you know, you're North Korea, you're Cuba, whatever, you're trying to figure out what will we do because we're so crazy. Mm-hmm. The best bet to predict what we will do, what is the thing that's least in our interest? What is the <laughs> thing that will hurt us most? And that is yes. what we will do yes. most of the time. Yeah, pretty much. It's actually kind of logical. Kind of. Anyway. Okay, so many of you have called our state legislators, your state senator, your state house member, trying to stop what can only be described. And I don't think I'm exaggerating here as a medical dictatorship. And they have not really been honest with you. Kind of disappoints me. And they've left a lot of you confused. Me, Charlie, we've told you a text keyword S-C rep, S-C-R-E-P-S-C-REP SC to the text line 71307. Call your senator, call your house member, and tell them no, no, we're not doing this. We we are not going to create a czar and give him the powers of a dictator. Give him the ability to order sheriffs, local police, South Carolina National Guard uh, to go at the point of the gun and uh, force people to do whatever the hell whatever the health czar rolls out of bed this morning and decides he wants to do. We're not going to do that. And they've tried to confuse a lot of you. And I'm getting the fallout from that. So let's go through it bit by bit. What is true and what is not true. One of the things they're saying is, oh, this is no big deal. Now the powers for the health department to force police, sheriffs, the National Guard to come to your door and make you do whatever the health star says. Yeah, that's been in the law for 26 years. No, it hasn't. And here's the thing. I want to help educate legislators this morning because I think I know what's happening here. I think a lot of them don't know they're lying to you when you call. I think a lot of their staffs don't know they're lying to you because they're all operating off the same talking points. and I think those came from the lobbyists. So if you're a legislator, I would encourage you this morning, read the law. It is not hard. I know you know how to do it. It's not hard. Let's go back and do it. And I'll show you what to do. It's going to drop your jaw, what is going on here in South Carolina, and understand this is coming from the pharmaceutical companies who've dropped a ton of cash on these legislators. You know which pharmaceutical companies, I don't have to tell you. And our health, big healthcare companies, insurers and otherwise. They want a healthcare dictatorship. And they will get one if this bill passes, if Henry McMaster signs it. Okay, here's the big lie. This is, this is the main one that they're telling you. And again, they may not know they're lying. Oh, they already have police powers. That, that's been on the books for 26 years. Yeah, no big deal. Is that true? No. No, it's not. Here's what's actually on the books. And it has been there for 26 years in specific cases of quarantine, individual quarantine which our Department of Health can do. Law enforcement officers, law enforcement officers may arrest, isolate or quarantine an individual Who is acting in violation of an isolation or quarantine order after the order is given to an individual? There's a very long process for doing that. That's the law. May. What does that mean? Our sheriff can say, "Mm, no, I don't think so. Not doing it. Or he can enforce it. Same with police national guard. That's what's in the law. What does this new bill say? You might want to sit down. You might want to pull over, because this is actually happening in the state of South Carolina. The new bill says, You ready for this? All sheriffs and constables in the several counties of the state and police officers and health officers of cities and towns must, must aid and assist the director of the Department of Public Health and Environmental Control and must carry out and obey his orders or those of the Department of Health to enforce and carry out all restrictive measures and quarantine regulations. What is that? Health dictator wakes up in the morning and says, ah, yeah, I just read the New York Times. That they're rounding people up in New York. I think I'll do that here. I'm going to make the sheriff do it. Can he do that now? No, he can't. So this is a lie. I don't know if they know they're lying. Existing law does not give law enforcement um, this mandate. It says they may arrest, but only in specific quarantine cases. Look, I don't even object to that. Because look, we made a point where Obama was openly letting people with Ebola into the country to spread it and, and arguing if Americans got it, we'd find a cure. If it's just Africans who have it, we won't have a cure. Okay, so I want I do want health officials to round up people like that who come into the country who have diseases that are dangerous. I, I'm, I'm okay with that because it's so limited and tailored. It's very, and it's one by one. You got to get an order. This is not that. And again, if it got out of hand, our sheriff uh, could say, you know what? I'm not doing it because the law gives them that option. There's no option here. Whatever the health dictator wants, the health dictator can do. That's what it says. I, I just read it to you. All sheriffs and constables, These. Are, this is from the bill. They, this, now this bill, this is the other lie they're telling. This bill has passed the House and the Senate. So they're telling those of you who call, oh, she's too late. Charlie's too late. We already passed it. Yeah, but they passed different versions. It's got to go through either the House or Senate again, or they got to reconcile it. It's going to it's gonna have to move again. We can still stop this. We can stop the governor from signing it if we call enough, and we can stop that. So I want to educate state law enforcement, I'm sorry, state legislators. Today, I'm pretty sure a lot of them don't know what they're talking about when you call. I think they're reading off the lobbyist talking points. Again, let me just read it because this is, folks, this has got to be going on in state after state. This is a health care dictatorship. All sheriffs and constables in the several counties of the state and police officers and health officers of cities and towns. Must, must, current law says may, it's their choice. This says must, must aid and assist the director of the Department of Public Health and Environmental Control and must carry out and obey his orders or those of the Department of Health to enforce and carry out any and all, damn, any and all restrictive measures and quarantine regulations that may be prescribed. Wow, that's an army. That's an army. So what does this bill do? Okay, one of the one of the arguments they're making to you when you call, and to find your your representative, you text sc rep to the text lines. You're gonna look for your senator. You're gonna look for your house member. You can tell them no, uh, uh-uh, uh no, and they're gonna lie to you, or the staff's gonna to lie to you. And I don't know if they know they're lying. So I'm kind of trying to be, let's say, misdirect you. They're gonna misdirect you. They're gonna to try to confuse you. And I don't know that they I don't know that they actually don't realize that they that they are wrong. That the talking points they've been giving by the lobbyists are wrong. But they need to start reading. And they need to start reading right away because I'm here to tell you, you do not want to vote for this and then try to run in a primary if you're a legislator. If you're a legislator, you, you just don't. I, I'm trying to help you here. I'm trying to be a good person, okay? You need to read the law. I did. It took me 20 minutes. It's not hard stuff. So what they're saying is, hey, you know, because they're, they're creating essentially this health czar, basically an Anthony Fauci for our state. And what they're telling you when you call, well, it's, it's, it's conservative. It's so much more efficient. We're going to combine the seven agencies basically under one person. Okay. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't object to that. I mean, maybe it is more efficient. I, I don't know. But giving him an army, <laughs> that's a problem. If you want to just make him a bureaucrat who suggests some things, that's cool. It's up to you and legislature. I, mean, I don't necessarily object to it. It's not the end of the world. I wouldn't waste this amount of time on it. But you give him an army, you got my full attention. And this is an army. Now, should you doubt they did it on purpose? You need to know one thing. You need to know one thing. We had Representative Magnuson on yesterday. He tried to put an amendment on this bill that said, okay, we'll create a health czar. We'll, We'll consolidate the power of these agencies under one person, but we're not going to force law enforcement, local law enforcement to carry out their dictates. And the Republican leadership voted with the Democrats to kill it. So they know. They know. They could, have re, they could have done away with that. They could have ended it. Instead, they put it in the bill. So this is a disaster. I guarantee you that the big pharmaceutical companies, whose names you know well, and the big insurance companies behind this and their lobbyists, they know exactly what they're doing. I guarantee you they're doing it in other states. We got to stop this. Because you know what? If this starts passing in these states, it's going to guarantee another pandemic. It's gonna guarantee a worse pandemic and you're gonna have a health dictator in every state. This is terrifying. Oh, oh, listen to this. The public safety authority may request assistance from the South Carolina National Guard in enforcing orders. That's an army, that's an army. And this time Hobart Lewis, our sheriff, won't be able to say, hey, you know what? I'm not not enforcing that like he did last time. He won't have a choice. You're gonna see sheriffs in handcuffs too. It's not just going to be me and you. Or we could just say, you know what, we're, we're, not, we're not doing this. You could consolidate all you want, create a health czar. I don't know. We'll try it, see how it works. But you're not giving them the powers of a god, of a dictator. We're not, we're not doing that. So text SC Rep to the text line 71307. Also text, we're going to hit the governor. We're going to start now and we're going to hit him. GOV, GOV to the text line. That's the governor's office. You know this is coming? No, uh-uh. No, we're not doing that. Or you know what? Just remove the army. Just remove the ability to force law enforcement to do this. And okay, cool. We can all agree the bill will be fine. Tammy writes on Rumble, can we have the number of the bills again to call our legislators to stop the healthcare dictatorship? I called yesterday, she said, and I was told by assistance to our legislators that it was too late. The bill had already passed. Liars, she writes. Yeah, that's not true. Although they were trying that one yesterday on you, too. Um, it, is, yeah, it is technically true, yes. A bill has passed the House of our legislature and the Senate. Uh, This would create a healthcare czar, which in itself is not a big deal. I don't don't care if they do that. Uh, It basically creates one person, one Fauci uh, over seven agencies who is like the PowerPoint. But the part I do care about is where the person is given the power for the first time, because no, it is not in state law. They're lying about that. Gives them the power for the first time to force everyone from the National, South Carolina National Guard to local sheriffs of police to carry out their dictates, any dictates. The part that's already in the law says that the health department uh, can quarantine individuals in specific cases and that law enforcement officers may carry out those quarantine orders with arrests and other things if the person won't comply. May. In other words, law enforcement could say, "Ah, this is ridiculous. This is just a cold. We're not doing this. And those powers were only... Uh, given to law enforcement in very specific cases where there had been an individual quarantine order. That is what is in the law. It's been there for 26 years. I don't think it's a big deal. It probably needs something like that. Most states have it. This is something we've never seen before. It appoints one person, one person with the power of this and forces law enforcement to obey them. And the wording is so stunning. I mean, it's like something out of an authoritarian regime. It's like USSR. but it's unfortunately what most Republicans, and I, I think they didn't know what they were voting for. I really believe that, because there's some people in here who voted for this that I'm shocked that I'm like, "Wow, they're usually with us. They're usually good votes." And they voted for that. I, I think that they are buying the lies of the lobbyists, and we're here to help them see that the lobbyists are lying to them. Here's what the bill actually says. I am reading from it. This passed the House and the Senate. But they were different versions. So we, we, can, still, we can still stop it because they're going to have to pass another bill. Reconciling the two, okay? So that's a big lie they're telling. They want you to go away. They want you to give up. We're not giving up. All, sheriff and con- all sheriffs and constables in the several counties of this state and police officers and health officers of cities and towns must, must aid is just the director of the Department of Public Health and must carry out and obey his orders. Dear God. This is a bureaucrat or those of the Department of Public Health to enforce and carry out all and any restrictive measures. So sky's the limit. They want you to stay home Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday in your house. You better not leave. They could stick the South Carolina National Guard on you. They could stick the sheriff on you. You know what? You'll see if this happens. Seriously, we have another pandemic. You're going to see sheriffs in, in handcuffs, too. Or are like, no, I'm not doing this. Well, that's illegal now. In existing law, it's not. sheriff has a choice. And existing law only gives the sheriff, police, local law enforcement these powers if they choose to use them. It says may, may arrest. And only in specific quarantines. There's got to be a specific quarantine order from the Department of Health for each person. Again, I don't have a problem with that. We may have someone in the country. I mean, look at our borders right open. Who's got a deadly disease we've never seen before? Yeah, I I want DHEC to pick them up. I think local police, if they feel it's a good idea, should pick them up. I think local sheriffs should pick them up if there is a legitimate legal quarantine order. And there's a whole bunch of hoops you got to jump through in the current law. This new bill, this is not that. And they're lying to you when you call. They're saying, oh, well, you know. No, it's already in law, been there 26 years, only used it once. Uh-uh, that's not true. It's clever. Whatever lobbyists came up with that is smart. They're trying to confuse you, but that's not true. This is absolute total power concentrated in the hands of one individual. And we have plenty of time to stop this. So text them. Text our text line, S C rep, S C rep, and we will send you a link. So if you don't know who your legislators are, that's that's fine. You put your address in there. We'll send you who they are, and then you can email them or call them. I'm I'm hearing that their phones, their voicemail is totally full. I fully expected that. So you can email them or try calling them after nine. Uh, And they're gonna give you the same load. And a lot of them are, I I really think their staffs are just reading off the lobbyist talking points because everybody's office is saying the same thing. And I really think a lot of these legislatures got hosed by these lobbyists. So, you know, if state legislators want to contact me, I'm happy to point you in the law uh, to, you know, what what you're saying is not true, what you're telling our word listeners who are calling is not true. And I think a lot of you probably don't know that. You trust lobbyists, you know them. I'm here to tell you, to ask you politely to read the law, the existing law and what you voted for. Let me tell you what uh, bothers me though. Josiah Magnuson was on this show Yesterday, he's a representative. Tried to put an amendment. It's called Amendment 3. Try to put an amendment on this monstrosity that said, okay, we'll appoint a health czar, um, which in itself is not necessarily bad. I mean, I don't know. We can try it. We'll appoint a health czar, but the health czar doesn't get to make law enforcement do what he wants. It, it doesn't get to call out the guard. doesn't get to militarize the state. We're, we're, gonna, we're not, no, they don't have total dictatorial powers. I mean, that, look at these words. It's word in this. Must- obey? Must obey? Law enforcement must obey? It's in uh, section 44-1-100. Must obey. Really? Must obey all restrictive measures and quarantine regulations and carry out and enforce them. You're going to hate this, And you know what these same legislators will do? Next time we have a pandemic, because let me tell you what, this passes in a lot of states is going to guarantee it a pandemic. It's going to guarantee another one of these gets out of the lab. Oops, gets out of lab, wink, wink, nod, nod. And these same legislatures, same legislators would be in front of the microphone screaming and yelling about, oh, the dictator, he's acting like a dictator. He's sending out troops. Yeah, because you gave him the ability, but we can stop it. That's the good news. Text gov, because we're going to work. We're going to stop soften Henry McMaster up. We're going to go to work on him. Text Gov to seven one three oh seven he needs to know about this. And also text S C Rep, S C R E P to so find out who your senator is, who your house member is, and tell him no. Nope, nope, no, no, we're not doing this. Bad idea. Okay, have you ever had a little too much to drink? Maybe missed your, you know, your ex sweetie and drunk dialed, or gotten a little bolder than you should have maybe been, or was it advisable? My generation called it drunk dialing. I don't, I don't know what they called it in your generation. You regret it. Maybe you were a little too forward, a little too honest. Yeah. Well. You probably suffered the consequences and it probably stung next morning. You're like, oh my gosh, did I do that? Oh, I did that. See, but when Hunter Biden drunk dials, he drunk dials communist, Chinese Chinese Communist Party-affiliated business people and um, he just feels really bad in the morning until the $5 million he demanded when claiming Joe was at his side arrives. Then maybe he doesn't feel so bad. He actually wants us to believe. He actually testified. Oh, yeah. Then we, that WhatsApp message? Because that's the modern version of drunk dialing. That WhatsApp, oh, yeah, the one where I said Joe's sitting right here at me. The one where I called from dad's house uh, or texted from dad's house. Yeah, that that one. And I said, you better send the money or else. I was high. Or maybe drunk. Or drunk and high. I don't know. But I was intoxicated. Yeah, it's just drunk dialing. You know, everybody's doing it. Yeah, except for us, it's not generally the Communist Chinese that we contact and we don't usually get $5 million in the weeks after. Anyway, now, do you remember that WhatsApp message? This was from Hunter Biden's testimony this week. Remember that WhatsApp message was the one that the IRS agents testified they wanted to triangulate it? Uh, And Joe's phone to find out, like, was Joe there or not? Is Hunter lying? But they were blocked by the Department of Injustice. But it's all good. I mean, you know. And here's the thing: the Democrats buy this. They're like, ah, you know, we all drunk dial the Chinese Communist Party all the time. We just do that, and they send money, and you know, like you can't help it. I, I, this this country is a joke. These people are a joke. They're just a joke. They they held a press conference. The Democrats did defending all of this. Texterates. I'd rather drunk text. I'd rather drunk text. A risky text to communist China. Then invite my ex to my place again. What did we all? What are we all? I mean, because you got a chance. I mean, you know, they might send money. I mean, sometimes they do. <laughs> sometimes they do. You know, I got to wonder what this health dictator would do to the brave doctors that we have in this state who had the courage to write ivermectin prescriptions had the courage to set, to write hydroxychloroquine prescriptions. I mean, there were clinics run in this state that were, I mean, I, I know the doctors who did it. Some of them you know. Some of them been our air. Some of them would rather stay quiet, and I, w- I won't out them. Um, but hundreds of people ran through those clinics, and they saved a lot of lives. I just can't imagine what a health dictator who can command the police to go to their place and arrest them would do. But we'll find out if this bill is signed the law. We'll find out. Because uh, they will have the full force of the police behind them. Health officials, police, sheriffs, all of that. Constables, they say. Oh, uh, this is scary stuff. Uh, I know one of them uh, who was threatened by his employers kept writing the prescriptions anyway, saved hundreds of lives during COVID. Is people who are very prone to illness, uh, very, like getting COVID would have been a death sentence for them. He didn't, he he had hundreds of patients. He lost one And by the time she came to him, or rather her husband came to him, uh, she was already, you know, weeks into COVID. She was too far gone for him to save her. He saved all the rest. Zinc and ivermectin, zinc and hydroxychloroquine. Uh, Zinc and hydroxychloroquine works great. If you think you might go into an environment where you could contract it, it's good to stop the spread. Once you get it, um, zinc and ivermectin works fantastic. He saved a lot of lives. These doctors are really courageous because they were afraid every day they were getting letters from our health insurers, stop saving lives, I mean, stop prescribing. I mean, we need doctors who will buck the system because all the things they were telling us to do were the deadly things, were the wrong things. Get a shot. No, that causes myocarditis. We know that for a fact now. Causes pericarditis, causes neurological defects, causes blood clots. That's indisputable. We just had mainstream media report that study. Raises your chances of getting those things by three times to six times. These doctors only prescribed what hurt or killed you, not what saved you. And a lot of them are innocent. They didn't know. They took the word of the health establishment. See, that's the problem here. That's why they want these dictatorial powers in the state of South Carolina that are in these bills. Because they know doctors are even onto them. Doctors have heard... Doctors know, doctors are seeing the reports now, the studies that are allowed to finally be done about how deadly these shots were for some people, how they killed more people than they saved, they maimed more people than they saved, the blood clots, all of it, the myocarditis. Even the CDC has admitted myocarditis is caused by these shots in some people. To be clear, it triples your chance of getting myocarditis to up to six times, depending on how many of them you take. And they know doctors are going to buck them. They know healthcare clinics are gonna buck them. They're gonna say no. And they need to go full dictatorship. And that's that's the point of this bill, I think. And we just we don't need this. We don't. Look, if the health, if you guys want to make a health czar up there and put all that power in one person's hand, one bureaucrat, that's fine. I don't care. But they don't get the police force. They don't get the police force. And if what the person is saying makes sense and is good for the people of South Carolina, they're not gonna need the force of law. They just just tell people and they'll do it. But they're afraid of that, aren't they? They're afraid. Of a real debate. Still, makes you wonder what they know about what's coming.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Mm-hmm